You know, dear friends, the singer George Strait said it once, There's a difference in living and living well. But you know that thought was biblically expressed many years before. So let's just say that an abundant broadcast is just ahead on the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you. We appreciate Jay's good words, and you will hear him throughout our broadcast. And we are grateful for you, thankful for you, and so appreciative of you tuning in to our broadcast today. We're thankful for our new listeners. If you've just found our broadcast, we are thankful that you have found us, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have found our broadcast, you are new, uh, we'll give you some information in a moment. We'd love to hear from you, to hear where you are listening to our broadcast. We were greatly encouraged to have a listener from Montana who heard us on a station out of Nashville, Tennessee. How grateful we are for apps of radio stations and a number of great tools that are used. One of them, the tool that you're using today to listen to our broadcast. We come to you under the oversight of the elders of the West Fayetteville Church of Christ. And our address is P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334, if you'd like to drop us a note. Also, you can email us at info at internationalgospelhour.com That's I-N-F-O at internationalgospelhour.com You can access us through that website, internationalgospelhour.com Access us through the contact tab and leave us a message. Or if you'd simply like to call, 1-855-444-6988 That's 855-444-6988. And just tell us, I heard your broadcast on, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for choosing us here from the International Gospel Hour for your study of the Word of God. Today, will you consider with me a text from John, the 10th chapter, beginning with verse 9. This is Jesus teaching, and he says simply, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, prior to John chapter 10, Jesus had been debating with the Pharisees and other religious leaders about following God. And he likens these religious leaders to thieves and robbers who would mistreat the sheep, or the people in this case, for their own selfish and willful gain. Within this context, Jesus states that he is the door to his sheep. Regardless of how often others act toward mankind, Jesus said that he would be the door for his people to enter and to be saved. Jesus is the door. 
My preacher friend and fellow servant in the kingdom, Brother Jeff Mabe, commented of Christ as the door when he said, Christ is the door of salvation, the door of sustenance, and the door of satisfaction. Now you put all that together, friends, there is no doubt. Jesus is the door of salvation. There is no other way but Christ, John fourteen six. There is none other name under heaven, Acts 4 and verse 12. He does grant us the sustenance. He tells us in Matthew 5, 6, that if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we shall be filled. He is that bread of life that we learn about in John 6, and how thankful we are that He is the truth. He is the door of satisfaction, that when we enter in with Christ, we will be satisfied as He will tend to us, as the great shepherd will tend to His sheep. Jesus gives the saved the assurance needed, friends. He clearly teaches of the one who grants the gift of eternal life. For in Romans 6.23, the Bible says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He also reminds us of that thief who will come to steal and to kill. Of the one that would steal it from us, that being the devil, the old deceiver, as noted in Revelation 20 and verse 10, the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So friends, when Jesus says, I am the door, he makes it very clear the door of whom and the door we are to enter in through Jesus Christ, His will and His way. Again, from John fourteen six, He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by Him, through Him the door. Now, also with verse 10, Jesus speaks not only about life, but through Him an abundant life. He intends for one to have more than just a physical life. The here and now is not all it is, friends. He wants to have one, he, or rather, He wants one to have an abundant life while we were on this earth and while we are on this earth. In other words, when you and I look at that word abundant, here are some definitions that are of interest. How about uncommon? It's not the common everyday type of living. Through Jesus Christ, there is a life that is abundant. There is a life of His promises, or as we noted moments ago, the sustenance that He grants unto us. It is above the common. It's extraordinary. To walk in the light as He is in the light grants us that fellowship one with another, and His blood cleanses us from all sins as Christians, those sheep that are in His pasture, 1 John 1, verse 7. I like this also more than average. That means it's abundant. It's exceeding. There's another one. I like this one, spiritually speaking, super added, over and above and even to the full and even over the full line. When you and I think about that word abundant, there is so much there. And when you think about God sending Jesus the greatest gift, can you imagine what God grants to His children, His sheep, 
That is abundant living. So, friends, as we began the broadcast with an old song from the country crooner George Strait, there is a difference in living and living well. We desire an abundant life that only God can give. We don't want to live. We want to live well. So we're going to talk today about the abundant life. But first, a free subscription is available for you through our friends at the Gospel Gleaner. And here is our J-Web with more details. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer the Gospel Gleaner, a free publication. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented sound biblical studies published quarterly four times a year. Again, subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments blank you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Now, let's continue our studies. And again, dear friends, the sign-up is at gospelgleaner.com, and please tell them your friends at International Gospel Hour sent you. Let's talk about an abundant life. You know, friends, an abundant life begins when one is saved from one's sins. That's when the abundance begins, because not only are we granted salvation, But taken away are the sins that weighed us down, the sins that would separate us from God, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. And friends, when one obeys the gospel of Jesus Christ, when one hears the gospel message, to hear and to understand, as Jesus said in Matthew 15, 10, to hear and to know what we are to do, John 6, 44 and 45, that when we listen, we obey. When the jailer asked in Acts 16, What must I do to be saved? Well, the answer was given, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved in your house. And then they spoke other words unto him, for him to understand what he was hearing. When we understand that we are to believe in Christ, then we believe in Him because Jesus commanded us to believe in Him in John 8 and verse 24 when He reminds us, Except you believe that I am He, you shall die in your sins. Dying in sin is not abundant living, friends. And then when we think about belief in Hebrews 11:6, For without faith it is impossible to please Him, For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So now we have not, now we have rather not only hearing, but now seeking. And then when we hear those wonderful words, I think about those that heard the preaching of Peter on the day of Pentecost, to the point that they asked in Acts 8, or rather Acts 2 and verse 37, men and brethren, what shall we do? And the first word out of Peter's mouth was, Repent. Well, that's not surprising. For Jesus said in the Great Commission of Luke, in in Luke 24, 44-49, that repentance and remission of sins would be preached in His name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And that's right where they were. And then, friends, when you think of that, Jesus, as he walked on this earth, said in Luke 13:3, and repeated it in 5, 
Nay, I tell you, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Repentance is a command of Christ, and one that we accept if we want that abundant life. What about confessing our faith in Christ? You know, with the heart man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, verse 10. The confession of faith, like Peter in Matthew 16, 16. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And was that not the same confession the eunuch made in Acts 8 and verse 37? And then, friends, following the example of the eunuch in Acts 8 and verse 37 and 38, the example of Saul in Acts 22 and verse 16, the example of those on Pentecost in Acts 2 verses 38 through 41, we are then baptized into Jesus Christ. That's how we are placed into Jesus Christ. That's Romans 6, 3 through 6, and Galatians 3, 26 and 27. When we are baptized into Christ, the Roman writer, the Apostle Paul, said in Romans 6, 4 and 5, that we are raised to walk in a newness of life. Now that's abundance, my friends. And that's obedience to the gospel plan of salvation. And then we continue to be forgiven as we walk in the light. Listen to 1 John 1, 7 through 10. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. He's writing there to the Christian, those already walking in the light, those already having fellowship, those who have the blood of Christ already cleansing their lives. You see, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, friend, listen. Keep that in the context. He's speaking there to the Christian, the one already saved, who is confessing their sins, who cast their care upon the Lord. And then also, not those who have yet to obey the gospel. So, dear friends, when we take a look at an abundant life, It begins when one is saved from their sins, and what great assurance to know that one's sins are remembered no more, Hebrews 8 and verse 12. Saved from sin, friends, that's abundant. And that's living, and that's living well. Let me pause right here. Dear friends, are you truly living well? We want to share with you a free online study Well, here is our J-Web with the details of how you can study online with our good friend, Rob Whitaker. As a compliment to our study today, our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled, Does It Matter? Does it matter what you believe? The most important question in all the world is, where will you go when you die? God has provided all that you must know in the Bible. Your questions about salvation, sin, and the church will be answered directly from God's Word, and Rob is an excellent teacher. May we send you the link so you can give it a try? Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. 
and leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contacts tab and leave us the same information, name, email, and type Does It Matter in the message blank. We will send the link to you. We hope you enjoy the study. And now let's get back to the Bible. And now, friends, an abundant life continues when the saved have that abundant prayer life. Go back to Acts 2.38 with me of those who were told to repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. In verse 41, the Bible says that they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Now we note in verse 47, they were added to the church, and they were the saved added to the church. But verse 42 tells us something about those early Christians. It says how they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. So here they were, brand new Christians, brand new disciples at this point. They would be called Christians later in Antioch, Acts 11.26, but they were praying people. Now, they understood prayer because on the day of Pentecost, the Jews had assembled for the Feast of Pentecost. They understood what prayer was. But you see, the child of God has that line of prayer. You see, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and His ears are open unto their prayers, 1 Peter 3.12. I love the assurance of Ephesians chapter 3, 20 and 21, when he's writing to the church and he says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Exceedingly and abundantly above all. What a wonderful thought. And to know that we can spend time in prayer as the Christian to pray to our Father to help us. You know, in Luke 18 and verse 1, we find of those disciples that wanted to learn and to grow in prayer, or rather, let me back up, Jesus spoke unto them a parable that they ought to pray and not to faint. But they would, in the gospel accounts, would desire of Jesus to want to learn. Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, a very simple verse, Pray without ceasing or make it part of your life, and may the Christian grow in prayer. Dear friends, when you think about the conversation of the child of God to their father, that's abundant, and that's living, and that's living well. Here's a third one. An abundant life embraces abundant mercy and precious hope. Of the Old and New Testaments, within both covenants, our Father God provides abundant mercy and precious hope. The first part of Numbers 14 and verse 18, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. 
in Psalm 86:15, but you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. In Isaiah 55:7, let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Now, he's writing there in the book of Isaiah to those who have been swept off into captivity because they had turned against God and turned toward the world. But when the wicked will forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, returning to the Lord, he has great mercy and he will abundantly, abundantly pardon No matter the greatness of sin, God's pardon and forgiveness is even greater. To God be the glory. Now let's go to the New Testament. Listen to the words in Titus 3, 4 through 7. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, But according to His mercy, He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You see that great hope, that precious hope indeed. Due to the love of God our Savior and according to His mercy, He saved us. He gave us the plan of which we are to obey Jesus Christ, as we mentioned earlier. Now listen to Peter speak of mercy and hope in 1 Peter 1, verses 3-5. through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy, there's that word again, abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Did you know that? Who are kept by the power of God through faith. It is through our obedient faith, friends, and being faithful unto death and walking faithful for our Lord that we are kept by God's power. We embrace that abundant mercy. We walk in that living hope. Dear friends, that's abundant. That's living. And that is living well. An abundant life. It begins when one is saved from one's sins. It continues when the saved has an abundant prayer life and the saved embraces abundant mercy and precious hope. That's abundant, friends, and that's living, and that's living well. Now, a few moments ago, we shared with you a free publication from the Gospel Gleaner and also an online study that you can view and watch and study together. I do realize that some of you may not have the access to the Internet. That's why we still mail out absolutely free our home Bible study. Would you like to study more of the things we have discussed today? We would love to help you with that. Here is our J. Webb as he will bring forth the 
words that you need to hear and the instructions and directions how you can receive our free home Bible study at your house. Here is our J-Webb. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. So friends, as we think about an abundant life, I don't know that any of us would say, I don't want that kind of life. And we understand that abundance of the physical things are not what matters. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, verses 19 and 20, concerning the treasures that we will gain on this earth, that, you know, moth and rust will corrupt it and thieves will break through and steal. But we're taught to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal. But in verse 21, Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Dear friends, I want to live abundantly. And how thankful we are to study the Word of God today and to see His commands and His teaching how we can live an abundant life. Please enjoy the free subscription to the Gospel Gleaner. Please also tune in and study together with our friend Rob Whitaker. And also, please receive our free Bible study by mail. All of this, friends, will not cost you a thing but your time and your interest. And again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. We'd like for you, again, give us a call. Tell us where you're hearing our broadcast, 855-444-6988. It's toll-free. Or if you'd like to write us at info at internationalgospelhour.com, leave us a message through our contact tab. Thanks again for joining me for our study today, and we'll do it again at another time. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.